Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome to this quantum conversation where we continue to explore consciousness, our personal role in it, in truly becoming and reconnecting with this greater presence of ourself. In fact, we could really call it embodiment. This is the ascension path and how we can truly anchor in 5D and beyond. My guest today is an extraordinary teacher and an incredible way shower in consciousness and metaphysics and even off-planet contact. Tracy Ash is here with us and we are so pleased to be in this quantum conversation. Tracy, thank you for being here. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much and thank you for your gorgeous introduction. Well, thank you. We are really looking forward to this discussion because it takes us into our real purpose on this planet at this time and the ascension process that we're going through. So before we talk about all these wonderful topics, let's talk about you because you have always been very sensitive, even as a child, and then you had contact experience. So start with your story. Were you always aware? What was that like? As child, I was always awake, always aware, always awakening to contact and uh, entities that would show up at the end of my bed. And I would watch um, so often the energy orbs of light that were always present in the room with me. Um, as a very tiny, tiny, tiny child, maybe two and a half, I was super aware of um, reality and how it worked. And I questioned reality quite a lot, even at that young age. So it has always been part of my world. I also come from a family with an incredible lineage of um, very natural physical mediumship, which means when we have contact, then the physical reality uh, accompanies that contact. So it's not just mental level contact or clairvoyance. Um, there is a whole array of uh, physical reality experiences that come with it. So huge energy transmissions, um, huge channeled uh, information, and then also the evidence as well. So we're quite unique as a family in terms of having very natural and extraordinary mediumistic ability. Um, and I did go on to train in 
uh, mediumship and trans-channeling at the College of Psychic Studies in my early, what, 20s. Um, so ascension and the questions around ascension and contact and existence, it's always been part of my reality and my foundation for questioning who we are here on the planet. Um, so it, I've never been without it. And as a teacher who now travels internationally, my questions have always remained the same. And it's the foundation of my work. It's the foundation of my reality. And so early childhood took me upon a quest to seriously take people on that journey with me. So my work is about collecting the evidence and the proof and the direct experiences which super excite me, especially in our arena when so many researchers um, place so much emphasis upon data and information. Um, my experiences lend itself to a really unique teaching process for my clients. So that when a, say for example, a fleet, the UFO fleet shows up, then that is the experience that the participants have with me and um, that's what I do is as my international work. I take people with me to power sites and stargates all over the planet and we have sky watchers that have a significant purpose behind them. Uh, contact for me is about the transmissions and the connection and being touched by the sacred and being touched by the highest frequency dimensions that can change our minds about who we are and what reality is and the possibilities of our journeys in life also. So the work that I do as regards to ascension is so rooted in my childhood because as a child, I always knew that light and being light could change reality. And so the emphasis and momentum of my work today is all about light. It's all about that cohesion and that completion and that connection with dimensions that often aren't part of the fabric of reality or conventional reality. Um, and my whole life is dedicated to it. That is so beautiful and what a refreshing perspective to know that you've always been dialed in and the family lineage is there to support it. What a huge head start all along the way to truly be on your mission as this warrior. I don't know if warrior of light is even appropriate, but that's the sense that I get in such a positive, good way. So I think it's really interesting and it's important to say there is no fear factor in a discussion of ETs because that's 
higher frequency dimensions. To you in the work that you do, the fleets show up, you go to power sites, there's stargates, and the transmissions and the connections. When we look into, okay, the current ufology group, there could be some subjects that are spoken of that actually bring fear into one. But when you speak about this, it's at a different level. There's no fear. Okay, Lauren, you're so responsible about the self-work aspect and the embodiment of ascension. So first and foremost, what is hugely important is how we reset our own consciousness and question our fundamental beliefs about a reality beyond and also contact. So within conventional reality, there are so many reference points that disconnect us from a greater universe and a greater mm. good. And my experiences in terms of my childhood, in terms of constant synchronicities that show up in my life to give me so much more of a complete picture of my destiny and my sacred destiny. Mm -hmm. It gives me so much of resource and so much hope and through the teachings that I work with and the transmissions that I work with mm. and the contact that I work with definitively in terms of the dimensions that I work with those dimensions are assisting those individuals who are very clear about evolution, very clear about their warriorship of light during these times, very clear that existence on the planet is about evolution, mm -hmm. and very clear that the wound and the history of humanity has been very carefully considered and we are the way showers. We're showing up. We are creating unconventional pathways and journeys. But in terms of contact, and this is something that really showed up for me. I, I was invited to speak in a conference in Australia at the beginning of this year. I mean, I had extraordinary contact. I have photographs of Aboriginal ancestors who manifest in the gateways, in the stargates. I had contact. I had contact even on the plane flying out of Australia, which was a prophecy in terms of the times that we live in. And how contact is going to unfold through the stargates, through the earth grid, etc., etc., on the planet. And that prophecy kind of put me into particular earth chakras, Shasta, Fuji, the Great Pyramid. And so all of those experiences and all of those experiences 
post-January this year, they've all manifest and each and every uh, power site that I've worked with has delivered the concrete evidence because one of the ways that I work with people is to show them the evidence and that's very unique to my way of working. I mean, you know, you know this, Lauren, that the highest caliber speakers in our arena at the moment, they're not joining those dots, like bringing forward the evidence and then the teachings and then bringing it forward to say, hey, look at the level of contact that we can have. This is extraordinary. And I mean, the work that I'm doing, this is the significant part of it. The synchronicities are extraordinary. I mean, if I show up at a site and I have a group with me, the timing is extraordinary and the contact is immaculate. And we have the filming, we have the photography, and the individuals with me have those extension activations and transmissions that are going to just completely change their life. Now, as participants in the ascension process, I believe what we must do, and this is one of the books that I finished uh, this year, was on really walking people through the difference between 3, 4, and 5D, and considerably resetting the beliefs that we have that are especially compromised when we have attachments to fear. Now, going beyond and standing in those stargates and the sacred gateways of ascension means fear cannot dwell within ourselves if we are to experience that contact that is extraordinary. So my work is all about how I inspire and motivate people and aid them into in terms of completing themselves first, knowing their sacred destiny, knowing that they can create um, sacred reality. And when you do that, the highest levels of contact step forward because again, evolutionary law in our universe, you know, in order for us to really move forward, then we have to lose our conscious and unconscious subconscious attachments to the stereotypes that separate us and create an extraordinary amount of fear, distractions, disruptions, that play out in uh, the dramas. So mm -hmm. once we hit that level of internal completion, so we must do that self-work. There's no bypassing it. I see the fundamental embodiment is absolutely cru cru crucial. What you described uh, at the beginning of our interview is so exactly it's 
so spot on. It's so on point. It's the embodiment issue is what so many people attempt to bypass. And I mean, this isn't just students. We also misfire as teachers, as facilitators, as mentors. I mean, it's one of my big subjects to explore because fear impacts our frequency, fear impacts duality, it takes us into working with 4D, which again is really compromising that completion and that embodiment and we misfire in terms of understanding our evolutionary status and where we are and who we are and what we're capable of. So these times in our arena, we have to get it right. And I think and I believe I'm completely intuiting the same with you that we all need to get on the right page in terms of technologies and processes. In this arena, we're also entering a completely new phase in terms of consciousness as a technology and how that impacts the way we manifest and the way we have contact. Um, how our consciousness is everything, how our awareness is everything, and whether we project from the wound, the stereotypes, the programming, the structures. Again, it is our responsibility if we are attached to spiritual practice, ascension practices, to dismantle what we don't need any longer. Um, so there are many different aspects of what we have to look at currently. What I truly and deeply believe is just as there are incredible beings incarnating at this time who are the way showers, who are the new waivers, et cetera, et cetera. So those individuals have already a legacy of completion. So those individuals have a strong connection and awareness of sacred destiny. Those individuals have a strong awareness in terms of structures of society, what is right, what is not so right as well. So their filter is already highly developed. In terms of those individuals, those individuals may be interested in contact, but those individuals are running at a higher frequency. So they are automatically going to connect with the evolutionary forces and beings and contact in our universe that are there to assist us. I mean, the contracts at this time are extraordinary because we're in this amazing evolutionary phase, quantum phase, where everything syncs up and lines up. I kind of call it... Uh, 
uh, a sink. Uh, it's everything is lined up. And so we have contact with extraordinary extraterrestrial facilitators. We have sinks lined up to connect us with our soul flames and the extraordinary individuals we've walked with eternally. So there are many components to the Ascension story at this time. And I believe we can have possibly the most complete life we've ever had and have contact that is incredible. Um, I speak on many panels in terms of ascension. Um, I speak on UFO panels as well. Um, I, I have this kind of unique capacity to straddle ascension training and teaching processes and, and working with transmissions and then also speak about contact and, you know, train people through my contact school as well. So I believe what is occurring during these times is we don't just have a gift, we have multiple gifts that are operating on so many different quantum levels. And because some of us have decided that we are not gonna live by enslavement and compromising our capacity as human beings, it's all about breaking free of enslavement that takes us into the extraordinary contact. And in terms of the prophecies I've been working with and being directed to channel and then write down and witness, everything that is syncing up currently is about being aided. But we must be complete, peaceful and fearless and then, and then, then we have those UFO fleets showing up. I mean, the Shasta experience that I had in April was just extraordinary. And um, I witnessed it with one of my friends who is an ascension worker as well and uh, she has the ascension sessions and she's a professional cin cinematographer as well so we were able to capture this full fleet quantum experience on Shasta there was a massive craft behind us as well uh, CSETI Australia has just finished the report on it. I mean, they've concluded it's the best live footage in the world. Laura Eisenhower's seen it. She agreed also. Um, I presented it in San Francisco, as you know, Conscious Life Expo. They're going to premiere it in uh, LA in spring. And uh, everyone's like, what, why aren't you at contact in the desert? What's <laughs> happening? You know, it's because 
so many people are talking about ascension and they're not delivering the stuff that the audience really wants to experience. They want to see the proof. They want to have the experiences. They want to go, oh my God, that Stargate was super amazing and we had contact. And I mean, often I have people who, who have never meditated ever, who show up and they come and work with me and within a week they've had contact, they've had ascension experiences, they're channeling, they're reset in terms of their sacred destiny and they ditch their fear, you know, and that's one of the things that I love working with. I love working with the sacred alchemy processes of ascension so that our fears are absolutely, absolutely resolved. You know, and in terms of frequency, that is the measure in which we travel through our journey of ascension and evolution. So it's not data and research, although that can help to inspire us, but the true evolutionary processes are always laid down by a mentor or facilitator who knows the way because they can show the way. So for me, it's always about immersing people in this super creative, exceptional, extraordinary, amazing metaphysical experience and sharing it so that their lives improve and it's being gifted this experience and for me as a teacher being willing to share it and to see people genuinely evolve on their journeys i always work fearlessly which is why my work evolves at a very 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 fast rate i mean the training programs i do are constantly changing i trusted implicitly because i know my sacred destiny and i absolutely love it oh <clears throat> see what i mean by the refreshing take on uh the ufology subject or really what this is and it comes down to doing this self-work truly ditching the fear as you said doing everything fearlessly because it's a frequency and this is what we are reclaiming yes, um, so yes, yes. Lauren I you know we're syncing up now to do this interview the transmissions are crazy the downloads between you and I are just extraordinary it's such a time to collaborate to discuss to communicate to share to share the joy of ascension to share different perspectives and different teachings on ascension because I believe that we have so many of the different quantum components of it. We can't stand alone, we can't walk alone with it. We have to stand up and walk together. I think it's also part of the way we tear down the old structures and systems and the 
the outdated consciousness that does not serve us any longer. Yes, and that's what we talk about all the time is holding the vision of new earth mm -hmm. and taking action to bring forth new earth in our own lives, walking the talk. You know, we've even talked about some of these old systems that we could just, let's label in for the mainstream, inhumane or humane. Uh, and one thing that we've talked about a lot is um, there's so many inhumane things, but when we create new solutions for it, something that is more of equanimity uh, and sharing. This is what many are being inspired to do, but it is looking at old systems. For example, mortgage companies, right? I don't even like to use that name, mortgage companies, but there will be new mm, home loan companies that are more humane, and that's what we're here to build. So we cannot do that if we are in fear and so this is the great new world that we will create together as we all move in this evolutionary process what you've said there is something that we're going to do together in an online healing retreat master class which is three sessions of two hours of your teachings in each session so that's six hours of these teachings so that we can go really deep into it and i have a feeling it will be about how contact unfolds through the stargates it's so important for example i'm i'm here in the uk at the moment next week i'll be traveling off to what japan and then i'm back in the states and i'm back in egypt and the work that I do is primarily earth grid focused. I think that's what's hugely unique. I've, um, I have this extraordinary life where I basically am called through my contracts of work to stargates mm. and I work the premier earth chakras. Um, and I have done, my parents as, as my guardians took me to power sites as a child. So UK sacred sites have always been such a strong part component of my, my journey, my conventional life's journey also. Um, but it's this working the earth grid that creates this incredible earth universe alchemy and we're even entering a new frontier in terms of how we can assist the planet so holding the ascension grid in place you know and that's something i'm hugely passionate about as well because say for example in November with Zen Awakening Festival. I'm keynote speaker there and um, Nico uh, Chen, who is the creator of Zen, has supported this 5,000 people contact experience. And then the global communities that I know are, are connecting into that uh, new earth experience so we're really generating high impact in terms of ascension on a global level and what i really believe is that there there's a movement that's required 
that is slightly different to what has gone before so that we're mobilizing and we're collaborating together and we're locking into other communities and kindred souls all over the planet who really care and we're fearless enough to consider the unknown so there's ah we have to trust the next phase of work and you know that too there are extraordinary new technologies available to us if we really go with the unknown and i think that's extraordinary in our whole arena because it rewrites the story even on the technologies that do not work mm. isn't that extraordinary mm -hmm. so we get into not just healing ourselves but we're healing ourselves we're completing ourselves more and more and more through this sacred journey with other human beings mm -hmm. so we're finally getting into the top the top class work the finest quality work that really does take us from being enslaved or takes us into finally resolving the wound that was set into place eons away. So we're really working through these phases of time and the time cycles. And it's now, it's like now it's so exciting. <laughs> yes, it's now. So that's beautiful that we are finally moving from that. We are really birthing the new yeah. systems. That really is exciting. It yeah. really, really is exciting. So again, just to top it all off, if there are some who don't see that yet because they still are taking care of this wound, that's the beauty of the flip side. When we heal from that and we get over those stories and those woundings, this is what we can be supported by. You said that even these higher frequency beings that are incarnating they are and will connect with these higher evolutionary beings so that's beautiful because we do have lots of <laughs> new earth creations to bring forth that clean up our planet that respect oh. the planet and pretty soon be I mean in my mind I can see that step by step little by little we are making progress we may not see it in the mainstream media and we all know why but when we look between when we read between the lines we do see it and it's beautiful and pretty soon it will tip the scales again we go back to the inhumane versus the humane that all that is inhumane will no longer be supported so hopefully that's going to come very quickly it maybe it could turn on a dime in the speed that we see that transformation into these greater programs and systems. The, this is what I find fascinating. As an earth grid worker, I understand the technologies of the stargates and the earth chakras. And so for those of your audience and I know it's extremely challenging times because of course 
the elite power structures know this is an amazing window of ascension. I mean, the gateway, it's on, and so many distractions are being set up to hijack us. Mm -hmm. So, your listeners, when you're finding yourself locked into the wound, that is the time that you take yourself out of convention. So hit a power site, hit nature, and that gives you the reset so that you can navigate your wound. Because remember, we're dropped back into the wound through our experiences, you know, that's put into place through our meta metaphysical experiences as children. That's how programming becomes so embodied in our reality. So when we reset and we hit nature, then it will automatically refresh our energy system. It just gives us that freedom and that peace that we wouldn't normally experience if we're in the daily rush or we're in the distractions or we're not handling our thought, thought processes. I think also it's really important to connect with the right kind of guidance and the right kind of mentorship. Um, and that's why I I'm so fastidious about training and I'm hugely committed to giving people the right experiences so their ascension process is accelerated. Um, you know, these are all kind of key factors in um, whether we choose ascension or not. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly in terms of how we navigate the challenges of the wound and we're actually working on it currently we're working on my next book um wound weaver and when we drop into the wound remember that the wound is also our gift it can be an amazing driving force and a motivation to be the most extraordinary person we can be Mm -hmm. So in terms of the wound, we need to see the gold of wisdom in the wound. And also we need to spend that time remembering that our dreams always inspire us to be greater individuals. I don't think we ever lose sight of our sacred mission. We just often lose sight of our own value and self-worth because the programming has severely contaminated our ability to believe we can be extraordinary on this planet. We can be extraordinary as individuals in creating journeys that are not enslaved. So we're breaking free of the systems and what we've got to remember is if we want to be free, then we have to tackle the wound. But I also believe that we don't have to necessarily tackle the wound in incredibly 
challenging processes. Again, it's always your facilitator. If your facilitator is immensely complete, then they will be able to hold the wound and show you the way to your sacred destiny at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's a kind of quantum upliftment and a completion in the way that the facilitator sees you. I, you know, I'm a massive believer in awareness training and how we must connect so many different dimensions of ourselves. It's like a weave in terms of reality. So we're not negating the wound in any sense. We embrace it. We see it as part of our foundation, where we've come from, which also allows us to see what is right action and what is wrong action. You know, and this is such a huge feature of our times and transforming the suffering of our planet, the unnecessary suffering of our planet. I'm right, I'm standing right by you with this, Lauren. I'm so there because you're also a warrior of light. <laughs> so many listening to this episode and this show are warriors of light. And so this just brings so much hope uh, to embrace that wound, you know, for those who still are feeling the wound and can't get over it. That is the inspiration is that once we do embrace it, we, it catapults us forward fearlessly. Yes. Okay. And power site, power yeah. site work is just hugely critical because it gives you that upscaling of your energy system so you can stand in the womb and yet become so much more complete and aware that you are so much more than that so it takes you out of that conventional enslavement of living in cities etc etc so you're mm, untangling yourself from the false matrix that is beautiful. And I think you can almost read my mind because I was going to ask you about the power sites. And personally, I've always known whenever I'm depressed or I get too much in my head, I would get out into nature and it would always, always lift my spirits. And so that's really important. Now you speak of power sites and stargates. So let's talk a little bit about that. And when you're at these power sites, sacred sites, you would have contact. And then we're talking stargates. Okay. The stargates that I have experience of and what you must remember about my work is I communicate the experiences that I have and I will only speak about mm, the power sites and stargates that I have a massive amount of experience in and with and working knowledge of mm -hmm. and direct contact experience also. When we, for example, show up at an earth chakra, which is an extraordinary experience in itself. Mm -hmm. so we have multiple um, earth chakras on the planet. The earth chakras, so 
Shasta, we have Lake Titicaca, we mm. have Glastonbury, we have the Great Pyramid, we have Uluru, we have Tibet, we have Mount Fuji. Now, I was just recently in the Great Pyramid and um, I have and I hold ceremonies in the Great Pyramid. I am uh, an original um, stargate keeper, I mean for the Great Pyramid. I, I hold the original sacred con contracts of humanity. I was there on planet and off planet to aid humanity in ancient times. So the last time I showed up at the Great Pyramid, I'd just been through two weeks of two tours in Egypt. I have a mystery school and then I went to Aswan because I also do a tour that focuses on twin flames. And I was called to the Great Pyramid and I only visit sites if I'm called. I have that as a very strict code of conduct so that there is mm. precision, precision purpose in yeah. my experiences. Mm. When I entered the King's Chamber, I knew it was going to be a phenomenal download. This is maybe two weeks ago. <laughs> what happened was this. I worked with a channeled experience which gave me the information that the seven earth chakras connect with our central sun. And all seven earth chakras, I was instructed to activate with the Great Pyramid and at that time in the King's Chamber, and I've never experienced it before, the power went down in the King's Chamber as the work was being completed. And I mean, so much of my work is about earth chakras, is about power sites, is about the stargates and what you've got to remember is when you show up in these sites these sites were designed for traveling through time so a lot of the work that i do will work the timelines and it will access the information of our ancient past it will also lay down the work that i'm going to do over the following months and so mm. the Earth chakras that I work with are all interconnected. So whenever I'm working, for example, in, say, for example, the Great Pyramid, then that will lay down work, for example, at Mount Fuji. And Japan is a country where I have multiple training programs and schools. I'm a, I'm a number one teacher in Japan. So a lot of the grid work that I do is constantly as I'm traveling, say every month, every two weeks, I'm 
working at different stargates, earth chakras, and really understanding the technologies that the ancients left behind, which completely transform our understanding of time and existence. And those technologies do assist us in transforming the wound, transforming our consciousness so we can create realities beyond anything we've experienced via the elite power agenda. So power sites and training, you know, quality training in terms of the earth grid, that's the revolutionary stuff. Um, and I offer within the context of my work, I've been doing this work for more than two decades. I was taken out of a class at the College of Psychic Studies in South Kensington, London in my 20s and the president analyzed the way I was working and she said immediately that I was New Frontier and I had to be part of the team there. And what we must remember during these times is, I believe we haven't been trained in ways in past decades. I mean, we're literally having such a surprise and a gift in terms of working fearlessly. So the ancient technologies are present for us. The future technologies are present for us. The extraterrestrial contact te technologies are all present for us. I mean, this is a real guiding light and it's on planet, it's off planet, it's all synced. And the power sites and the earth chakras are so intrinsic to this because the ancient civilizations that already manifest and created and lived in ascension, there's been a massive ascension cover-up. I do so much work in Egypt. I run 10, 10 tours a year. I've been researching in Egypt intensively for the last, what, eight years. The first Stargate that ever opened for me in Egypt, we filmed it. 15 minutes of direct contact, multiple orbs, communication, feathers being blown out of the Stargate and then being reabsorbed back into the Stargate. I mean, it completely redefines conventional laws. So when we show up at power sites, Stargates, etc., etc., this is where the reality of metaphysics and ascension exists. That's why we need to embrace our earth again, because we are the technology, but the creator gave us the planet and the planet is the technology also. Mm -hmm. That's what I find extraordinary. So, Whenever I'm traveling the stargates and the power sites, and often those sites can also be highly protected by indigenous 
wisdom traditions as well. Mm-hmm. When we reach a particular stage of completion, then we are also unifying as an individual, but unifying with humanity on the planet. So it heals the walls between people. It heals the wounds in terms of what the indigenous traditions have lost to the elite power. And so it's such a profound way of healing, healing our planet, healing peoples, bringing people together. Um, The stargates, the power sites are so key in doing that. I mean, it takes us into such extraordinary ascension experiences. And again, what I want to say about this is, you know, I know multiple people run tours to sites, etc., etc. So it's not just about showing up at a site, it's about going to sites and having the real experiences. And so, so much of the work that I do is all running off my past life information. So I have a working knowledge of the sites in Egypt. I have working knowledge of the sites in Japan, in the Southern Japanese islands. I have a working knowledge in Uluru as well. There's extraordinary connections with Egypt as well. I mean, the the mythological stories are exactly the same. So for me, the power sites and the stargates and the earth chakras, there is an extraordinary message of one that runs through these sites and they're the gateways for contact and they're also the gateways for you to experience a much more exceptional self and a self that is not going to project the wound and is not going to stand for suffering of humanity. I mean, there's the warrior of light and we have to step into and embody it and yeah, find the technologies that don't just give us the dream, but give us the healing that allows us to manifest it. Mm-hmm. I'm an alchemist as well. <laughs> Again, it's just so beautiful to hear you speak. And when we get together for an online healing retreat masterclass, it would be beautiful to explore the stargates and the power sites and the chakras of our planet. I know to go there physically is one thing, but isn't it powerful to connect even though we're all across the planet? Wouldn't that create a powerful connection and a, and a deeper grid yes. amongst all of us? It's so much part of my mission to aid people in connecting with their own cultural identity and frequency in terms of their own country, 
and then finding the ways to travel into and through the earth grid. And yes, 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 it is about joining together and knowing that we can do this and we can experience extraordinary sights and we can have the reset on our inner reality, which gives us the reset on our outer reality. And absolutely, I would adore to share this incredible technology that is emerging in terms of our consciousness and in terms of our earth and the ways in which we can yes utilize the earth grid utilize our sacred destiny and create this dream of a better world and a better planet and lauren it is all about mobilizing and being swept you see it's about being swept into those communities where you know there's a recognition of the wound but there's you're not being framed in it constantly so that the high frequency individuals sweep you along and pick you up and inspire you and evolve you and love you because they can see you you're going to be. Mm -hmm. You know, so we're all helping each other. Mm -hmm. And the more we give, then those stargates, and I, I've dreamt this conversation before, so I know what I'm going to say. Mm -hmm. The more we aid each other in terms of evolution, the more the stargates are activated and the more the most exceptional contact can step forward and strengthen us and empower us and show us the way so we are aligned with divine guidance, mm -hmm. sacred guidance and sacred destiny. And this is all about listening. It's about knowing that if we complete and if we are willing to heal, then that sacred guidance will step forward and show us the way. That's so beautiful. Yes, that is just so inspirational. And it just, it's, it's the way our world is moving and it's, it's going to be beautiful as it fully is expressed, fully. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I have two incredible daughters who are in their <laughs> teens and it's, it's all about us being in a place where we can experience also the younger generations and celebrate them and honor them as mm -hmm. incredible beings on the planet because they have so much to create and reset within the context of our reality. But each one of their friends, when they show up and they ask me what I do, they're so free in it and they have extraordinary interest in ascension and in contact and they just want to get up and do it and be <laughs> extraordinary warriors of light. <laughs> um, yes. In, in Egypt, just recently, I had three young people with me doing my mystery school training and i mean that training i have 
leading teachers who come into that training with me. So it's, it's pretty intensive metaphysical training. And 124, 118, 116. And I mean, these kids are immense ambassadors to what is taking place on the planet. I mean, they have metaphysical gifts that outstrip anything that's gone before. You know, these are, these kids we need to train as well and they need to be celebrated, you know, and so much of my work is about working with everyone who is ready. If you're ready for it, then this is the new frontier work, you know, and that's why my work is being acknowledged by, you know, the the forefront conferences in the world, et cetera, et cetera. It's my destiny. I, I don't place myself there because of my ego. It's my service to everyone who is ready for the new frontier work. It's my service. Mm -hmm. Thank you for your tireless service as you journey across our beloved planet, really listening to your heart and, and knowing your past lives with that information that you carry with you here into this lifetime. It really is quite spectacular. We can talk for hours, Tracy, with you. I want to go into again we'll be we'll be going more deeply into this in the event that we do together but how can contact unfold through the stargates you even mentioned that you saw the aboriginal beings in a stargate manifesting in a stargate so what's going on here with stargates sorry Stargates are the original natural technologies, creator technologies, which assist us in understanding the timelines, which assist us in understanding the true story of humanity. Those of you who are aware of power sites, sacred sites, etc., etc., will be aware of the stories and the sites that are often heavily protected by indigenous wisdom. Um, I'm super focused on what the gateways do. So when I show up at, for example, a stargate, a stargate is, for example, something like the Great Pyramid. It's also an earth chakra. But a stargate allows us to travel the and entirety of the universe it allows us to have contact on multiple dimensions so just as you have quantum conversations the stargates are the quantum conversations that we can have with our universe and with our history mm. with our existence beyond anything we've been led to believe in conventional society structures and paradigms. Yes. Yeah, so. Oh, cool. 
-hmm. For example, when we utilize a stargate, we're working with dimensions that exist in the same time and space on our planet. So we can work and operate with a future consciousness, with a future self, with something that takes us far beyond the 3D timeline. And where we have wounds, our wounds are massively reset. For example, mm. at the Great Pyramid, we have the technology that assists us in our sacred contra contracts. At the Great Pyramid site, we also have the Stargate that is the cosmic template of man. So it is humanity and the embodiment of the sacred, sacred or the cosmic template of man. And it's that embodiment that disconnects us or heals us or resolves the original wound of humanity. So the stargates are the technology that assist us in creating our lives, manifesting our lives beyond the enslavement of programming and beyond the frequency traps yeah. of conventional programming. I mean, this stuff is revolutionary, you know, and if you think about it, so many sites, it's so difficult to, for example, meditate in the Great Pyramid unless you hire it for two hours. And even then it can be problematic. So, so much of our work can be hijacked even when we show up at sites. Yes. So I think, you know, there's a lot to be said about being able to assist your listeners and work with it remotely and finding those ways in to travel the earth grid and to travel the corridors of our planet. Mm. Wow. That is wow, really powerful. Wow, wow, yeah, that is really, really powerful. The um, ancient and future and ET technologies yeah. that are present in those stargates are accessible to us when we take our consciousness there. So that's what we're going to do with you in that online healing retreat is we're going to explore those stargates. Again, that's over three days. So I think we'll be able to get to all seven. We'll have to see how that goes. But it's very interesting because even uh, at the twelve, at the twenty twelve gateway of December twenty first, yes. isn't it? Was it Chichen Itza or Tiawanako that they did not allow for sacred ceremony at those sacred sites on that day? Isn't that extraordinary? Mm -hmm. But we can do it anyway. We can connect. Yeah, the Egyptian government at time closes down ceremonies on key, key astrological dates. Isn't that interesting? Now, why? Yeah. You would have to ask why. Yes. Right? And yeah, you have to ask why. And They know the power. I, I've built up relationships for many, many years, and I've also trained myself. So when I channel and I transmit transmissions, I can do it with my eyes open. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, there's different ways of working. But what I do believe is that we have to find 
ways in to activate the sites or to even activate ourselves. So, you know, I think destiny at the minute is really securing multiple corridors in terms of our ascension. So we can do that through our sacred destiny. We can do it through sacred love. We can do it through power sites, through grid work, mm -hmm. through mobilizing a community mission as well. I think, you know, that's so much part of how we all come into a much bigger understanding of a bigger, a greater mission here on the planet and almost our individual purposes lock in and sync up to complete a bigger picture story as well. So there's so much happening on so many different levels at the moment. I mean, we could go on and on and on because <laughs> this is quantum. It's a quantum conversation and that's exactly what these times are about. Mm. Well, we can talk for hours and I do look forward to the event that we're going to do with you that is available in the special offer link that's available on this webpage. But as we wrap up, we've got a few more minutes. I was hoping that you might give us a transmission for our collective group that's tuning in around the planet, a one of inspiration to move forward and be on new earth here now so here we go so closing your eyes and step inside so you have solid alignment focus physical head concrete and solid through the head through the spine so you're super strong and super focused and super grounded just lock into the earth and feel your feet strongly pushing into the floor so you're really resetting your connection Choosing Earth and planet, humanity at this time. So we accept this incarnation. We accept who we are right here and right now. Five deep breaths. And acknowledge all that you are and all that you're experiencing at this time. So we're not forcing a way of working. We're simply accepting, acknowledging who we are at this time. We're evolutionary beings. Who we are right here right now and just evaluate your frequency and stay super super grounded so the new ascension frequencies
the new earth. Healing you, empowering you, strengthening you, completing you. And feel and see and know a massive connection and downloads. Downloading light in your place, in your sacred place on the planet at this time. Light. Head, heart, feet. To be guided in and by extraordinary intelligence. To be guided by positive and good. The ascension is now. We are agreeing to sacred destiny. We are agreeing to create sacred earth, sacred humanity. Light. Head, heart, feet. Take a breath. Really, truly be present. Be grateful that you are witnessing these incredible times. And open your eyes. Wow, just feeling that supreme connection. We mm -hmm. are walking new earth. It is here. It's here. It's here. It's totally here. <laughs> we are creating sacred earth and sacred humanity. So, yeah. so beautiful. <laughs>
It's um, we're sliding the reality switch. <laughs> <laughs> slide, baby, slide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it feels beautiful. Thank you so much for that. That was an activation. Absolutely. An initiation. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. Tracy, I so look forward to playing with you again. <laughs> and I know our listeners will join you in physicality as they can meet up with you across the planet. I just thank you so much for your light and the beautiful work that you do on purpose in your mission. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you too, it's been an absolute pleasure. If you are interested in joining Tracy Ash in an online healing retreat masterclass, please click on the online healing retreat special offer link on this webpage or visit AcousticHealth.com and check out special offers of all our guests on Quantum Conversations. Thank you for listening to this Quantum Conversation. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all Quantum Conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.